Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Beautiful places with Neil Humphreys on weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. And Neil, where are we going on our beautiful place? Today, Well, now more than ever, we need to keep our space, keep our distance. So I'm back on my Ulu remote spots of Singapore. Okay. This week, I'm going to a very specific place that was inspired by my students that I met this week. Mm. I'm taking us to the Passeris Swamp, the <laughs> Passeris Mangroves. Now, before I get into it, Passeris, uh, do you know what it means? I don't. Well, commonly... It's known as White Sand. I mean, there's even a mall there called White Sands Shopping Mall. Okay, that one right, I know. Yeah. Right beside Passeris Mall. And a mall. school there. And, yeah, yeah, oh, correct. Yep. So there was a, a bit of a misconception that Passeris literally translates into White Sand. So I, I did a bit of reading because I do prepare for this show. <laughs> I know it doesn't look like it. <laughs> and I even spoke to a few Malay friends uh, to clarify. Pasir, yes, that does mean sand. That's why we have Pasir Panjang, Pasir this, you know. It means literally sand. Okay. But ris doesn't mean white. Hmm. And there's a little bit of conjecture about what the ris means. And after speaking to some Malay friends and doing some reading, I'm settling on this glorious theory. Okay. Ris or Riaz or Iris, like, you know, difference of the pronunciation, but it basically translates into to shred, shred, cut, slice, right? To okay. shred, okay? So you think what white to shred doesn't make sense. Sand to shred, sorry, doesn't make sense. The name apparently was first referenced to a village in the area written as Pasia Reyes in 1852, where the headman's son was killed by a tiger. <laughs> Literally shredded. I'm not laughing at the fact he was killed no, no, by the tiger. No, of course. Well, we didn't know the guy. But literally shredded, cut by the tiger. Huh. So, ris means to slice into thin strips. So, I'm going with the headman's son oh. was literally sliced Ow. into strips by the tiger. If anyone has a, a, a different theory, I'd love to have it. Wow. Some people say it's because Passer Riss... The, the strip there was literally a narrow strip of beach. Yeah. So, some, you know, literally narrow strip of shredded beach. I like that one better. But I'm going with the tiger. I'm going with <laughs> the tiger. Dark. It's very I'm dark. Tiger. So anyone living in Passeris, now you know where you got your name. <laughs> so this week I went to a school in Passeris. And what was very gratifying to hear, because I was talking about the environment, was how many of them have actually been to the mangrove of hmm. Passeris. Because the thing about... The, the mangrove swamp at Passeris is it's actually very, very small. And what happened was, and to give credit here, when they were doing the land clearance to build the original Passeris housing estate, right, they built the long Passeris Park, which is, of course, one yeah. of the best in Singapore. It's beautiful. Yep. Within that, and it often gets overlooked, is actually an original prime piece of mangrove. Now, you've got to remember, of course, at one time, Singapore was surrounded with mangrove, right? Mm. The whole island was mangrove around its borders, its coastal areas. Right. Now, sadly, only half a percent of the whole of Singapore is mangrove swamps. And there's only two, there's only two protected mangrove swamps in Singapore, Sungai Below, everybody knows Sungai Below, but the other one is Pasiris. And it's a beautiful spot. It's, it's so wonderful. And, it, and the children go there all the time, which is very gratifying. You can just step away from the park Step into the swamp 
and you're surrounded by mussels, oysters, mudskippers, snails, slugs, tree-climbing crabs, herons, egrets, now, monitor lizards, yeah, otters. everything, huh? And it's all there. And, and people forget almost walk past it as if they don't realize it's there. So what part of it's it's actually adjacent it's, to Paso Park? It's in it. It's, it's actually in, it. in the middle of it. In it's almost middle. in the middle of it. Paso Park is quite long. Right. So, you, you know, it starts at downtown east and it goes all the right. way down. So where's the logical entrance kind of area for uh, that? Do you know? Blah, 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 blah. I actually wrote it down somewhere. I'll come back yeah. to you on that. But okay. um, it's very, it's nearby. It's very accessible to get to. It's walking distance. Yeah. So wherever you park your car, the left side, the right side, You've got about six hectares, which is not massive, about six football pitches yeah. of mangrove swamp. But as I say, you can you can park at the car park. You're not walking for more than about 10 minutes mm, in any mm, direction, mm. no matter where you park. This is a place where you have the dog-faced water snake, which I think was the name my first girlfriend gave me. Oh. Dog-faced water snake. So you've got four different kinds of snakes there, <laughs> including my favourite dog-faced water snake. You've got a three-storey bird-watching tower there. People don't realise it's there. You can see most of the wildlife you want from there. And it's a step back in time. You've got that wonderful smell of rotten eggs as you go in. Nothing is off. It's just the natural smell of the sulphur because mm. the, mud, man, the mangrove mud is very, very rich in sulphur. gives mm. that feel of rotten eggs. Okay. But it's more about you're stepping back in time. You literally leave the Passivist Park and the cyclists and the joggers and everybody else and you just step back into what Singapore used to be. And you get a little taste of Singapore's original indigenous biodiversity. And, and the funniest part of it, as I was discussing with my students this week, is because you're close to the biodiversity and the nature, the two overlap, right? right. Recently, I say recently, it was a few years ago now, but it, it, it's in one of my books. A monitor lizard, a very long monitor lizard, mm. left the mangrove swamp, as yeah. it does, and it uses the drain system, what we call the long kang, long kangs yeah. of Singapore, as yeah. it does. I mean, the drainage system to a lizard is like the MRT system to us. <laughs> you know, it just goes where it pleases. It crossed the road because that's the only distance between the park and the housing estate. Came up the long kang on the other side, crossed the void deck of the HDB housing estate. Now, bearing in mind, monitor lizards can be like 1.5 meters long, sure. as long as some people. Went into an open lift on the ground floor. What? Well, why not? <laughs> and then I presume, I, I say, I mean, we, you know, had a snooze or something. I don't know. Got into the lift. Maybe there was a storm. Who knows? <laughs> and then, of course, an auntie on an upper floor. <laughs> Called the lift. Caused the lift to come up. <laughs> and I have this vision. I'm, I'm guessing it didn't end well for the monitor. I'm lizard. having this vision that, you know, the sixth floor, the auntie opens it and there's a... A, a lizard the size of her. And she's like, Coglon, Coglon, dinosaur, dinosaur. You know, whatever. And she's running off down the corridor. The famous... Pa- oh, but my gosh. They had to get the neighbours out. But sensibly, they did the right thing. They just stuck an arm into the tentatively into the lift, you yeah. know, and pushed it back down to the ground floor. But they're not going to hurt anybody. No. And the monitor lizard went back. Well, that's the key point yeah, here, yeah. is that because you have the swamp... Yeah. And the park yeah. and the biodiversity so close to the housing estate yeah, in yeah, our yeah. city in the garden, yeah. we're learning increasingly to coexist. And what was the great thing about the students I met this week at Passeris? A, 
they go to the swamp quite often because they live opposite the park. Oh, right? there, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. So lots and of they, school trips there. Yeah. And and with the, just with their families at the weekends. Oh, okay. Yeah. B, they're familiar with these very complex ecosystems that we still have. And three, and this is the key, they were so respectful and almost blasé about the biodiversity. Yeah, we see otters all the time. We see monitor lizards all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't know how lucky you are. <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, if we saw a stray dog, it stopped the traffic. You know, it's like, oh, a stray dog. We thought we was in a David Attenborough documentary. Oh. So it's a wonderful place. It's a little green jewel inside Passeris Park. Six hectares. You can walk around it comfortably in half an hour. There's a boardwalk, so you don't have to get soaking wet or ruin your footwear. Right. You're going to see everything. You're going to see otters, monitor lizards, all the wildlife. And most of all, you're going to see my dog-faced snake. So if you haven't got a reason, go for the dog-faced water snake. And there we have it. Your beautiful place for today. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.